the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. My regular two co-hosts, Mark Honf and Nam Fawn, are off today. But of course, we're welcoming back Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. And that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's theme is entertainment. Patty, uh, tell us what is going on with real estate. Well, this is absolutely amazing. I mean, I know we keep saying that, but 2022 is like no other. You know, quick quick example. Um, and, and there's a lot of confusion. So quick example, interest rates have gone up 50, 50% in 2022. And it's just the first quarter, you know, and, you know, and then people are saying, well, I'm going to wait for prices to go down because don't prices go down when interest rates are up? Well, like, let's get into the basis of that for the listeners. Well, why, why is that? Well, because if interest rates are higher, then borrowers can, payments are going up so they can afford less. So in theory, prices are supposed to go down. But we all know at the gas pump and when we buy eggs and when we buy clothes and restaurants, inflation, we all know about inflation. Well, real estate is the best hedge against inflation because when those eggs are going up, so are real estate prices. So, you know, nationwide in the last 12 months, prices have gone up 19.2%. Wow. And that's insane. And meanwhile, interest rates went up 50%. So it's kind of like, when is this going to end? What's really happening? But, oh, yeah. And then the highest overbidding period ever, meaning overbidding, meaning almost every house goes over asking. And they go over asking like 8%, 15%, 20%. And, yeah. you know, occasionally you're going to get a little blip and they're not going to, or they're going to sit, you know, because not everybody's going to, you know, sellers set the prices. So anyway, but it's, it's just, it's just like a jungle out there. And I feel really bad for buyers. So what you were saying though, uh, what was the highest uh, overbidding? 
Oh, gosh. I heard of a, a property last few weeks ago that I think was like $3 million in Mill Valley, and it went for $6 million. Wow. Wow. Maybe, you know, it was $5 million something. It was up there. You know? Even $3 million was probably not like so underpriced, was it? No. How many square feet? And then is this the froth on the market? And then we're going to be all next year. Oh, well, they overpaid. But no, we're going to be doing this for a while. So how many, uh, how many square feet was that house? Do you remember? Uh, you know, I don't remember. But like, like Mill Valley and the Flats, Sycamore Park, those yeah. things. Like a little what I call a grandma house, you know, a two-bedroom, one-bath cabin would yeah. go, cottage would go for $2 million. Easy. So... So it's, it's probably like fifteen hundred dollars a foot or more. Yeah, it's fifteen hundred, and sometimes you're getting seeing things go for two thousand a foot, and like even like West Marin, like, um, I, and I'm just I know everybody around here, you know, we're covering the whole Bay Area, but I'm I'm got my eyes on Marin County, huh? so for example, West Marin, it's on septic, it's pretty dark out there. Um, Woodacre, Lagunitas, they're going for a minimum of a thousand a square foot. Well, well, a lot yeah. of it, I guess, is, you know, you still have the supply chain issues, uh, you know, labor's up, the inflate. That's that's part of the inflation issue is the costs of lumber and all the other materials are going up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in theory, wages are going up also, but um, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, uh, before we cut to our first break, do you have any specific statistics to share with us? Um, some, some, some <laughs> but not, not that much. I will, uh, right. I will work on that. Well, well how, many, uh, how many listings did you uh, have you gotten so far this year? This year, oh gosh, probably like five. And they're all, all except for one are flying out the door. You know, wow. tomorrow I'm looking at, and you know, for example, tomorrow I'm looking at offers on a house on Panoramic. Panoramic is halfway to Stinson Beach. It's on the top of Mount Tam and, t- and on Septic. So typically they would be harder to sell. We're going to get three, four, five offers. Yeah. And it's a $2 million house. It's wow. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that must, uh, I, I was going to say, as a listing agent, boy, that's going to be great to get those houses that uh, just fly off the shelf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you still have you still have to do, you know, your 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 due diligence part of it, but you don't have to do as much marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about preparation, doing the, the reports and the remodels. And then it's still... You don't have time to stage it that long. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it used to be the marketing time was two months and you, you know, you'd meet them and get it on the market five days later. Now it takes months to get it on the market just to get things in place. Because every, almost every single winning bid, not offer, but winning bid has zero contingencies. Yeah. And, and so, are they, are they, uh, so they're looking pretty much for turnkey type properties, right? These buyers, they're not looking well, for much improvements. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not turnkey, there's a pool report, a sewer report, a pest inspection, a home inspection, a roof inspection. So there's no hiding anything. It's just here it is. Everything that the buyer was going to figure out is already in their hands. Sure, but they're just not planning planning to do a bunch of remodeling. You know, most of it's been done. Yeah. We're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break here. Uh, The trivia question has to do with entertainment. 
Uh, first question, which famous actress is Liza or was Liza Minnelli's mother? All right. Who was Liza Minnelli's mother? Famous actress. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Also want to make a mention here for the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Beautiful hotel. One of the nicest pools. It's kept warm like all the time because of the uh, natural springs that they have. You got to check them out. It's called Mount View Hotel in Calistoga. And again, I'll read the trivia question for the five-pack tanning certificate that we're giving away that's worth over $100. Which famous actress is Liza Minnelli's mother? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. Best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown. I'm a little under the weather, but we're going to try to trudge through this well, along with Patty Cohen from Compass Realty. First trivia question: Who? What? Were, what famous actress was Liza Minnelli's mother? Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, go I ahead. Can answer. It's not coming to me. I'm. Back I, to Dina, Judy Garland. I'm so sick. I'm a foggy. I know you're also not feeling well. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Of Judy course. Garland. Of course. Okay. So, Patty, an email comes in from a listener. It says, why are home prices continually rising with the state of the economy in flux? Well, yeah, it's, it's confusing to a lot of people because, in theory, we're overdue for a correction. It's been how many months? And it's been really like 10 years of rising prices. <clears throat> so... You know, why is this still happening? And then, you know, and then the other side of it is like we talked about, well, interest rates are going up. That means prices are going down. And like people think of that as an absolute law, but it's not really like that. I mean, it's a confluence of factors that have come together to supercharge home prices, basically. Um, So according to Debbie Boyd, DLB Financial Services CEO, um, she goes, we've got the perfect storm. We've got COVID that didn't supply chain problems, COVID that drove, drove people to work from home, and then they're moving to states where their families are, or they're just moving to states that are prettier and they want to be in. Now you can work from anywhere. It really has changed the game of employment. So the other thing about it, too, that I'm finding, especially in the Bay Area, is people are getting like second homes. I mean, I talked to somebody today who was saying, you know, I'm thinking about buying a house in Ross, um, maybe around 400, 4 million. Is it even possible to Mm -hmm. find an okay home there for 4 million? And it's sort of possible, believe it or not. And he goes, you know, because this is like a, this we've we've got three other homes. My daughter lives there, so I you know so there's a lot of that, and then there's a lot of people that will say, and you know, like my dream, I you know, millennials are not, they, you know they don't have that same work ethic for the most part, so they're going to get their job done and maybe share housing close by their work if they have to report, but their dream is to be out in the country in a cabin, and you know, so there's a lot. I mean, I can't totally generalize, but there's. Mm-hmm. 
people just have different situations. And, and some of them are saying, you know, I get to like Google just changed their policy and you get to have a certain amount of weeks that you can not only just work from home, but you can go away somewhere for like a month and um, still get paid and you're working, you know, it's trying to lure people back in and be really flexible. How do they know whether you're in Barbados or you're in uh, Florida doing your work? I don't know. Maybe Google. Yeah. yeah, Google knows everything because you you'll be logged in and they'll see that. But you know, maybe they know where you're from. I don't know. But there's all kinds of reasons why people are getting like second homes and or third homes or fourth homes. So there's that factor too, like all leading to um, why are you know, why are prices going up? So the other side of that is, you know, that sort of speaks to supply and demand and builders are generally not building right now. And, and they sort of haven't been because they, you know, are we at the beginning of a correction? Well, no, it keeps on going, but it takes a long time to start that process of development. Um, and then of course, labor is up. Um, supply chain like is you mentioned. An issue for them too. I mean, they, they can't, they're going to start a house if they can't get the lumber. Exactly. And, and you're going to pay like double what you would have paid two years ago. So there's all these factors. I mean, and then there is the other factor of, you know, that of demand, um, you know, millennials are just getting back, getting into the game and that's going to continue for many, 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 many years, because there's a lot of pent up buying there and baby boomers are stirring the pot because they're going, okay, I want to get rid of this big house. Finally, you know, the middle of the baby boomer is 65. So that, that bulge is going to keep on going. There's nothing that's going to change about that demographic because they will all get older and it's just the beginning of it. Yeah. It seems like as long as there's just lots of activity, yeah, that's what's going to end up happening. It's it's like if, if nobody's buying and nobody's selling, then yeah. the prices would keep kind of would, would go down because eventually it would hit a, a, pl- a plateau, you know, a, a bottom part where people would say, okay, well, you know, I'm willing to buy at X price, but now you still have a lot of activity both moving into the sea, into the city, out of the city, etc. I mean, are we going to start seeing a lot of back into the city again because of um, uh, the fact that some organizations are asking their employees to come back to work at least part time? Yeah, I don't know, because they still, I mean, maybe it's part time, so they'll figure something out, you know, in the city. I don't know. Or, I mean, if if half, if people are going half time, that means that's theoretically half the traffic. So it yeah. won't be so bad. You know, it's hard to know, but, you know, it's it's all supply and demand and the the demand is there. And then there is supply. But, you know, if people are buying second homes and more people are buying that were before demand, 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 yeah. you know, I, I would think that, you know, I, I don't kind of work for Google or anything like that, but if I did, I, I think I'd like the idea of come, of having to kind of come in part-time because, you know, you don't want to stay at home in your pajamas all the time working from home. That, that gets really old past. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Have, to have a purpose to, to go somewhere. Yeah. And collaborate with people. And yeah. 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 I think, I think the whole culture has gotten a little more introverted, you know, that's for sure. The, the, yeah. um, some of the old cell phones and uh, tablets and you, know, you can keep yourself amused for hours, you know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to have an appointment to talk to your mother, you know? You mentioned about, um, uh, millennials. My son's a millennial, and and uh, he just literally today closed on his house. Oh, Carolina. nice! 
Yeah. Where? Isn't uh, he like... Chapel Hill. Oh, that's so great. So yeah. great. So it's, it's a nice house. It's a big house for, you know, that one that they grow into, which is kind of sad for me because, you know, I want them a little bit closer to home, but, you know, yeah. we'll have to, you know, do the FaceTime and then we'll have to go visit him sometimes and have him fly out here. And, you know, just that eventually when they're grandkids, uh, that one's going to be tough. Yes. <laughs> I guess we'll have to well, buy it. Second house. <laughs> I hear you 100%. I mean, truth be told, one of the reasons I was messed up technology-wise because I moved my office because my sister and brother-in-law were here from Virginia staying with me for five days because their 27-year-old daughter just moved to San Jose to work for Google. And, uh, and it's all about the two-year-old grandchild. So true. they're going to be coming more often. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Tell you what, we're going to get to our second commercial break while uh, Patty and I kind of cut through today. <laughs> okay, this kind of goes back in time. What silent film has been called the granddaddy of all Dracula movies? All right? Silent film. In fact, in fact I think it's German, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that one there. You'd have to kind of be a... Uh, a, a, a silent film critic, know, know, know it all to know this one. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. What silent film has been called the granddaddy of all Dracula movies? All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit Best of Investing. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown, along with Patty Cohen. Our second trivia question is kind of a hard one. What silent film has been called the granddaddy of all Dracula movies? <clears throat> it's Nosferatu. Oh. No. <laughs> God. To know that one. Okay, I figured I'd throw one hard one in there. So That's a hard one. Interestingly enough, um, you know, we were talking about interest rates for just a little bit. You said that they went up 50%. Um, so the, it seemed like, I think, didn't the 30-year uh, mortgage just go up like above 5% for the first time? Yes. Time? Okay. Yes. I'm so, looking at them. To, I'm doing it right now. And, and it's 5.25, like ridiculous. Wow. So the, the interesting thing is the... Apparently, though, the yield curve is kind of inverted right now, um, which means that the 10-year bond is a lower rate than the two-year, which the signs for that generally mean we'd be heading into a recession. But if that's the case, that also says that theoretically interest rates would start going down. And that's the reason why the inverted yield curve where you have a 10-year bond paying less than the two years because, quote, everybody thinks going into a recession, going into lower interest rates. So who knows what's happening? Because didn't the Fed say that they say they're going to be raising interest rates for the next six quarters or something? Yeah. It's very, like, the old school, like, guidelines. Yeah. Just, I think people are really confused because they just don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
And then the, they only raised them on a quarter point the first time, but they're going to be probably doing them in increments of half a percent. I mean, we could be looking at 7% uh, interest rates on uh, mortgages again. Yeah. I mean, we, you, we all remember when like under 10 was like, yippee. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was very uh, fortunate this last year. I locked in at 1.99%. Oh like, my God. It was 15 year fully am. Oh man. But uh, I think I go, man, I think I lucked out. <laughs> you did. You did. You know, it's like sometimes we hit it correct, like exact moment in life. And sometimes we don't, you hit it. No, you know, but- we- yeah, I got lucky once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We <laughs> um, so, well, Patty, give us some fun stories about um, uh, some real estate transactions you've dealt with recently. Oh, my God. There's so much crazy <laughs> stuff that goes on. Um, I might have said this before. If I have, tell me. But this is, like, really, really a true story. Like, um, uh, you know, most agents, yeah, everybody fills in for open houses. It's not the listing agent always. <laughs> Uh, oh, we're having a and so attack there. Go ahead. <laughs> this agent shows up to do the open house, and the place was a mess. Like beds not made, dishes wow. in the sink, like a mess. Like more than just little bit things out of place. Yes. She ran around like literally worked up a sweat. Like that's what we do. We're like throw this there, do do do, make that bed. You know, throw that under the bed, make up the dishes. Like run around. I mean, because it was more than just a little bit of stuff. <coughs> so it's like good to go. Like didn't really think anything of it, honestly. Just like okay, this is a mess. Um, and then <coughs> she talked to the other agent and said, "Yeah, pretty bad turnout." Blah, 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 blah. The seller said, what happened? It didn't look like anybody was at my open house. Like, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And they went, she went to the wrong house. <laughs> oh, no. She cleaned up somebody else's house? Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm getting so excited about this. It's amazing. It was a true story. Wow. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, personally, I would be ashamed if I was that person. But some people are like, oh, good. She got her house cleaned. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I would be so ashamed. Like, somebody came in my house and just started stashing stuff how anyway she, let's get the wrong how'd you get the wrong address i don't know but I it was a true story i'm like um one time we were doing a loan and i got an appraisal for this house and i looked i go and i know the house i go that doesn't look like the right house <laughs> and, the, and the appraiser went back out and said oh my gosh i appraised the wrong house Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it didn't look like it. And the numbers came out uh, too low. And I said, yeah, something, something's not right here. So for, can you for, imagine though, what if you needed a high appraisal and you sort of saw that like, well, okay, yeah. it's a nice number. I sort of like this, you know, yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> well, for the, and it's funny because if, if I were the person going into the open house before starting to clean up everything, I think I'd call the seller and I'd say, Hey, why did you leave me with such a house? It's such a mess. Eh, it's a client. It's like, maybe they don't think it's a mess. You know, it's, you you can't do that. And, and like, it's not your client. So it's somebody else's. It's just Uh, like, I'm walking into this bomb, bombed out thing. Like, hmm. so the next time he says, well, let me give you a list of next time the stuff to clean (laughs) the oven, the stove, mow the lawn. (laughs) People have different standards. And then I heard about another one where 
you know, for the open house, they're like, let's make it nice and cozy. And, you know, he, he put on like potpourri on the stove uh, yeah. and the potpourri is honestly just like an orange and cinnamon and it smells up the whole house. That's fine. And then it's the winter. You turn on the fireplace, you do your own thing. She started a fire in the house. No, no kidding. How did that happen? With the fireplace. Somehow the fireplace started a fire. Whatever. Oh my God. How much damage? Uh, it was bad. It was bad. Oh my God. God. <laughs> I know. It's so I like bad. They, I like when they bake cookies. That always makes it smell good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. I mean, I, I actually, here's another story. Like I remember my first year in the business, I'm showing property and we're in the master bedroom and we go off to this. You no, know, it's just like, I call it that little, um, Alcove? Yeah, no, no, it's just like a little deck off of it. Okay, and, okay. Um, hold on to that story. Yeah. You do not have to break here. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're coming on to our one minute mark. <coughs> All right. Which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens' novel, A Christmas Carol? Which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens' novel, A Christmas Carol? Oh, I don't know. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, one more time. Which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens' novel, A Christmas Carol? All right. Uh, Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Third trivia question, which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens movie, uh, mid novel, excuse me, A Christmas Carol? I don't know. Ebenezer? Scrooge McDuck. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You notice I just said Ebenezer and put the rest of it in there. All right, Patty, yes. talking about first year that you were in business and uh, something to do with an, with an alcove or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So off the master, sometimes they have these little decks, but they're so useless. Like two people can kind of stand there and look out. Yeah. Um, so I'm there with a client and the door closed behind us. And we couldn't get out. We, I don't. I honestly do no. not remember how we got back into that house. I do not remember. It may have been that the owner came and like, hey, hey, we're not, we're not hanging out in your ba- bedroom, you know? Yeah. Well, you I don't. I just don't remember. It's so long ago. It's thirty three years ago. I know that there wasn't anything major, but um, yeah, that's that's bad. I mean, there's well, so many things we're blamed for, you know. <laughs> well, here's here's something funny that reminds me. So when we first bought our house that we're living in now, um, about, I don't know, a week or so afterward, um, my son and I went on uh, a, like a, an, over, an, an overnight uh, camping trip type thing. And, and so we come home the next day and um, I'm, I'm looking for my wife and I, I, I can't find her. And then I, and then I hear her yelling. 
Oh my God. And I I look outside and off of the one area where we had an upstairs deck off of the family room, somehow she locked herself out. And there was How long was she there for? Well, I know that's what I had to ask because she's out there for about four hours. Fortunately, not like overnight. But the thing is, I I, I mean, the only other thing she could have done would be to to jump onto the tree and climb down, which she was not going to do. Yeah. The deck was a little bit too far to jump down on the ground. So Yeah. And we don't like, some people do, but most people don't like carry their phone completely all over the house. So there's no place to call. At least she knew you were coming back soon. Yeah, exactly. Were you on time? Uh, yes, we were. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> Otherwise, it'd be your fault. <laughs> well, it's always my fault. Even when it's I know, not exactly. Fault. It is. <laughs> it's like we, uh, you know, we have an argument, whether I'm right or wrong, I just say I'm sorry and go on, you know, right? Yeah. Just wake up in the morning. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, read, I read that book, uh, Women Are From Venus, Men Are Wrong. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, how about this? If Now, think about this. You know, if a man says something in the forest and there's no woman there to hear him, is he still wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) You know, it's funny. This is, I'm going to bring up something that that has nothing (laughs) business per se, but um, I was talking to my sister about, and I don't know, for some reason, this this got brought to my mind uh, about all the, you know, the, the, Leah Thomas, the guy who transitioned to a woman who is winning all the swimming uh, records in the collegiate studies, right? And my sister, um, she studied women's studies and was a pretty staunch feminist for many years. And I told her, I said, you know, I go, I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't hear all the feminists getting all upset about this. And I said, if anything, I said, you know, if I were a male chauvinist pig, I said, or I I just said male chauvinist. I said, if I was a male chauvinist, I'd be all, yeah, you go, you go, because this just shows the superiority of men over women, no matter what you try to do. Right. Right. Her comment to me was, um, male chauvinist is is an old term. It's called sexist. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? That's not as strong. I thought what I was using was a stronger. I thought so too. Right? Because sexist could be like, well, if you're women thinking about men, men thinking about women, blah, blah, blah. But if you say you're a male chauvinist, you're specifically defining, you know, I think men are superior over women. Um, it's you know. so crazy. I mean, I guess because of racist or whatever, but I mean, I, my son's 24. I'm telling him a story and I mentioned, you know, part of the story was this, you know, the, the person was Chinese or something like that. And he's he's like, that's racist. I'm like, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, when, it leads to the context of what I'm saying. So it's, yeah. I think they're all so messed up right now. Like the way people are, like you can't even mention the fact, like, oh, there's a male. You know, that's a Chinese person. You know, like, how is that bad? I, I, exactly. I mean, if you're not if you're not putting any derogatory thing next to it, you're yeah. just, if, if there were, uh, you know. Uh, a hundred black people and there was one white person and I was trying to point out the white person in the crowd, I'd say, Oh, see the white guy right there? You know? Yeah. To differentiate, you know. Can't do that. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like we grew up in a t- time where they thought they were being politically correct, but like they'd be like, a priest, a Jew, a, a priest, a rabbi, and a pastor walk into a bar. You know, I mean it's just it's just it gets a whatever. little marvelous and 
Yeah, it's funny. I, I just what I can't understand though is when they're talking about you know birthing persons and rather than just saying mothers, because so far I don't believe any male has ever had a child. You know, I know. that I know of. Right? Oh, that's that's really crazy. Unless it's a person that has sex change. But like now, you know, you have two mothers. Oh, the birth. Well, birthing mother, not birth mother. Well, that's okay. If you say birth birth, mother's fine. Birth mother. But but they're saying birthing person. They don't want to even use the word mother because the the, the intonation is that uh, men can have babies. And it's like, well, scientifically, no, (laughs) you know, no. And when you can't no. even have a Supreme Court justice who's potentially going to be nominated, can't define what a woman is. I'm, I'm kind of, I, that's what I don't understand. If Biden said he was going to, he wanted the first black woman on the Supreme Court, I go, wait a minute, though. I thought you did, there's no women anymore. Men or women, nothing personal to her, but it's like, well, wait a minute. You, you can't choose a, a black woman because it's not a woman anymore. Right. You might as well choose a black man who's also a woman because men and women are the same now, right? You know? I know. <laughs> I, know. I go. Yeah, and young people. I mean, like most, many, 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 many say they're bisexual. They're like, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, male, female. You know, I'm like, really? Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think, they, they, I don't think honestly, I don't think they even know. Yeah, I mean, they were, it's like it was never an issue before and suddenly right. you're being introduced to it and it's like well you know what if you never introduced to it how do you know it's just i don't know we're, we're living yeah. in different times we have different times and don't and you know it, the other side of it is like oh no it was all happening you know a generation and two generations ago it was just hidden and in the closet and they had to hide who they were and there is some of that but yeah. there's also just a lot more and I don't know, maybe it's vaccinations. Maybe I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But it's like when you have to sort of introduce it to people, it's like, you know what? It's, it's like drugs, right? If you don't introduce people to drugs, they may not just start drugs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's right. Just, so why, why start putting, why tantalize things that don't need tantalizing? Right, right, right. exactly. You know, not, not trying to throw any judgment anywhere, but it's just like, you know, if, if we maybe just sort of keep things uh, somewhat on par, normal. Let's normalize things a little bit, you know. Yeah, uh, I think I think this this world will be a little bit better place. All right. Yeah, yeah. So with that, uh, we 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 anyway did digress a little bit. <coughs> Let's stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing. We'll be back with some closing comments. You're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 8.60 a.m., The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 8.60 a.m., The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown. <coughs> Patty Cohen and, and the audience can tell both of us are not feeling well. Before we get into why we're not feeling well, though, go ahead, Patty, give out your information. People have questions about real estate. Okay. Well, hopefully I will get through this without coughing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Patty Cohn with Compass. I'm a real estate broker in Marin County for the past 34 years. I've actually sold more listings than 99.3% of the 1,500 agents here. So, 
And I do some San Francisco, some Napa, some Sonoma, um, but basically mostly Marin. And I am at uh, 415-722-4842. And I can be reached at email, patty, P-A-T-T-I, dot cone, C-O-H-N, at compass.com. And I also wanted to offer something to the viewers. I've got really good, interesting graphs and charts that just came out today covering all of the nine area Bay Area counties that, I don't know, I mean, maybe you don't need statistics for breakfast, but even if you don't, they're really something you can just scan and really get a good sense of what the trends are and what's going on. So I'm happy to just, you know, just email me and I'm happy to send them to you. Okay, that's, uh, give out your email one more time. Um, Patty.cone. At compass.com. That's P A T T I dot C O H N at compass.com. Well, and it, what, what are the odds that both of us would not be feeling well today? I know. After. Well, two years, neither of us had anything. Let's say that. I know. You know and what? Everybody's sick. Do you notice that? Everyone I'm talking to. Yeah. My wife is at uh, some meeting with some, and, and a whole bunch of women got sick. She started to feel sick, but she's gotten over it. I ended up getting sick. Yeah, it's crazy. I got a doctor's appointment after this. Yeah, you could find out what it is. I mean, I um, what I'm hearing from most people is they are getting tested, and um, it's not COVID, so it's probably not for you either. But you know, here we go. Bad sore throat, flu bug thing. Yeah, yeah. I know because it's funny. I look back at time. Yeah, yeah. We've had repeated shows sometimes when we've been like on vacation, but uh, we've been on for gosh almost 12 years now. I've never missed a show. Oh, wow. Crazy. That is so great. One time. Well, I'm, a tr- I'm that person also. Uh, I am on it. So here we go. We did it. And we're like going right to bed. Yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's definitely what we're going to do. All right. Yeah, I want to give a little uh, update on Pacific private money. So I found out that this year in 2000, 2022, we are expecting to do, you ready for this? between 800 million and a billion in loans. Wow. What? Yeah, because we've expanded our broker network. Um, we've got a lot, of, a lot of new brokers coming on and uh, we've been doing some you know, larger loans. Uh, we've got our four funds maybe coming out with another one if need be, uh, but all the funds are doing pretty well. Uh, everyone seems to be happy. Uh, wow. Yeah, the, the, the demand is there. You know, the real estate market. Mark's doing pretty darn good. <laughs> well, that poor guy is busy, 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 busy. In fact, you're so busy. That's why he, he said, Edward, I just can't go on today's show. Wow. You're just going to have to do, do it without me. Oh, but, wow. Okay. So, Patty, again, thank you so much for uh, for trudging through this with me. It was uh, oh. quite challenging on both of our parts. Are you ready for our thoughts for the day? Yes. Okay. So, I went to a bookstore and I asked the saleswoman, Where's the self-help section? She said, if I told you, it would defeat the purpose. (laughs) Thank you very much. All right. I can't even say goodbye. And why can't you? Have a good one. All right. Why can't you trust large trees? Oh. Because they're usually the shadiest ones. Ah, shady, those trees. I love it. All right. Well, Patty, again, thank you uh, so much for joining us. I know you got to take off. Oh, Thank and, you. I hope you feel better. Just me, just baby yeah. yourself. Take it easy. That's what I'm going to do. Right after the show. Netflix. Netflix. There you go. And sleep. Lots of sleep. Yes. And rest. And All right. Fluids. Good. We're okay. troopers.
Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions, and we'll be feeling better, too. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.